0: Guys, welcome back to Build It Ain't Easy, episode twenty-three. It's time. We're live. We're good. Lori, you talked about rats.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, so I got lost down a tunnel yesterday. Of if you look up on TikTok, yeah, rat talk. What's like, rat talk? Like T O okay. K. Um, it's just. I guess there's like a really tremendous infestation problem currently in New York city and it's nothing but 7 million terrifying videos of like just so many, like the magnitude of rats, like how many there are, but there are also, they keep saying like the biggest rat in New York city and they'll show what looks like. It's not a rat. It looks like another kind of animal. If it's a rat, I'm terrified. Like it's as big as your leg. It's crazy, but it, doesn't really look like it's. Wait, a,
0: why are there so many rats in New York?
1: Well, I mean, they throw their trash on the street. There are eight million oh. people that live. You know, this the island of New York from tip to tip, is, thirteen miles. Wow, that's not a lot of space. I drive more than thirteen miles to get to work here, and all of that is Condense. concentrated. It's like millions
0: of people. It's
1: yeah, isn't it? Eight million people. It's
0: crazy. I so I feel like, and this might this might be a hot take, but I feel like New York is over like glamorized. Like you go there. We went to Little Koreatown, and it's just like dead carcasses on the ground, and like
1: people running around, <laughs> and I'm like, wh- "Like, what's so great about this city?" It's eighty dollars to Uber. Well, it is a great city. It's you love th- it. You don't. feel like. I love so New York. No, I love New York.
0: You, and even with the with the rats.
1: The rats. I'm afraid because I'm we're going there oh, at the end of there? the year, okay. and so I'm quite terrified. Yeah. But they hired like some rat exterminator like the there's like a city a city position Mm -hmm. for rat extermination and i think she makes like 160 grand or something no way bro you'd have to pay me at least that much for my main job to be and then she just go ahead ahead, ahead. and then she has like a staff like seasonal employees which i i guess maybe winter's worse for rats i don't really know one of the seasons is worse because she has seasonal employees she has part time and full time like head count of people that are just.
0: When you say the word rat, like, and this might not be right, but what I'm imagining right now is like a mutated rat. Like yeah, I need six you to feet. I like, need you to go look around. At this. It's like jumping on people. And it, it's
1: yes, these so they like with the TikToks are like rats are getting really brave. The the rats there are so used to coexisting with humans that they're not even afraid of them like on the subway they're like climbing up people Wow. i mean yeah. i would die yeah no.
0: and here's the thing my wife she loves new york and i think it's awesome but like i do feel i don't know i just feel weird there it's just a.
1: I love new york i think you know it's you can get everything yeah all the culture, like they're the, the it's it that is probably such a melting pot of just different people. But
0: from people I heard who live in New York, though, like there's like an attitude in the air, like in the atmosphere, like people are gritty. Like when you move to New York, it's not like you just move just to hang out. You're on a mission. Like you're gonna pay three ten grand a month for rent. Like you've got to make it work, you know. And so
1: yes, but you don't have a car. You don't have car insurance. Like so you there's a trade off.
0: You balance it. I don't know, but and they don't
1: have. I mean, I, I just think a lot of things in that city. If you live there, you you'd have to really want to live there because so many things are possibly less convenient and a bit of a pain in the ass. Like getting groceries, you literally would only have the space or the capacity to like to carry one days or a couple days worth of groceries, like one bag, because yeah. that sucks. Um, parking, if you have a car, is really challenging. Um, it is very expensive. I think a lot of people there eat out a lot, like, so that's an expense. I don't know. I mean, I just think you have to have the mind and the heart for it. I like to go there. I I wanted to live there when I was younger, but I don't know now. No, I don't want to, but I do love to go there. I love it. But the rats, I'm freaked out. So go check it out. Some of them look like they're, they're possum or opossum, whatever you call them. They look that large. They say they're rats, but they don't look like rats. I don't really know.
0: I wonder where they live. Like, do they live in the in the sewers? Yeah. It's like, oh, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the,
1: and you know, they throw their th- not throw their. They have to set their trash just out on the curb because they don't have like trash bins and all, like you're in a, you're always in an apartment. Everybody lives with people stacked on top, and so it's just like the trash just goes onto the street. So, I mean, of course there are rats. They always have a. F- just a feeding frenzy because all the garbage is just, like, right there. Wow. But I got lost in it for, like, about a half an hour. And, and I'm afraid of rats the most, I think, of anything. And I couldn't turn it off. Like, it's video after video after vi- It's something.
0: Something to see. Wow. Crazy. So check
1: it out. Report back.
0: Okay, cool.
1: So it's November something,
0: November, uh, yeah, November 10th right now.
1: But to look at social media, Christmas is upon us because these oh people are gosh. out yeah, decorating hard core. Yeah.
0: So my wife, my, bless her, dude, she loves Christmas. And so the biggest thing is like, cause in Mexico they don't, they don't have Thanksgiving. So like, you know, like a lot of Americans wait till after Thanksgiving to like decorate. No, it's after Halloween. Or Dia de los Muertos in Mexico to like set up time for Christmas. So like a lot of people believe November first is the day you go crazy on Christmas. You set it up, you put out that tree, you get out those little like uh, those Nutcracker deals. They're freaking creepy, but people love that ish. What What do you think? Are you on the I
1: think I I have mixed opinions. I think that it's so much work to decorate that I'd kind of like it up for a while because, like, it's quite a bit of muscle. Yeah. It takes, like, pull out the tree, pull out all the ornaments, and I don't even do, like, all of the stuff outside. So for those people, like, I feel I feel like if you're going to do it, you get want it well. to get some credit for it. You want it to be up for a little while. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I do think, I mean, I feel like more and more and more people are – going with the decorate really, really early. My other theory about this is I wonder if, because there are so many hard things in our world that, like legitimately, if you're depressed, put on Christmas music, and you will be less depressed, right? Yeah. So I wonder if, like, humanity needs some of, like, some happy let's drink cocoa and watch Christmas movies, and, like, that's yeah. part of what leads to people doing it qu- more quickly. Wow. Wow. Um, and if that's the case, then I support it. Like, so we can all be nicer and we can be friendlier and like, that's good. But I wonder if that has something to do with it too. Interesting.
0: Have you ever met families? I've never met one. Is this a thing where they leave it up the whole year? Like they never take it down? I
1: don't know of families that do that. One time when I lived on my own in Kansas city, I had put Christmas up and it was in a room that I didn't really use a lot, like a study kind of room and, because the window was the front of the house. And then I didn't take it down until I moved out of that house, which was June. So wow. it was up for a really long time. I just had to close the blinds because sh- for sure people would be judging. But
0: I feel like if you do that, though, like, yeah, it's more convenient. But then Christmas almost loses its Christmas. It yeah. loses its, like, it Luster. becomes part of, your, right. part of your life. So, yeah. interesting.
1: But, yeah, I mean, I feel like people are doing it sooner. I Hey, like, whatever. Yeah. I, I mean, whatever makes you happy. I feel like the, the Halloween lovers – Translate to the Christmas lovers. Like I feel like more people are decorating for Halloween, or at least in my neighborhood, yeah. there are some people that go big. They go hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and night. they also go big for Christmas. Okay, so, so
0: to marry the two topics, New York Christmas. Um, Yikes! Christmas movies out. Okay, we just watched. You know, my and I will throw up a little rom com. You know, like it's nighttime, rom com gets on. We chose one, and it was the most one of the most cringe. And it had good, like, Rotten Tomato score. So, like, I invested. I did my research. Uh, It had good. It had a good What is it called? It's called The Holiday. And it's in New York. And it's with. Oh, no. Sorry. It's not Holiday. Sorry. It's not Holiday. We looked into that one. It's called Something from Tiffany's. Something from Tiffany's. And I don't know if freaking Tiffany's put on this movie. If did, marketing gold for it. But it's about this couple that goes. These two couples. They go to Tiffany's, they mix, they buy something, one gets in a car accident and they mix up their gifts and it goes on this crazy journey. And it was the most cringe movie ever. But it, it, was, it was decent writing, but it was cringe. Um, but speaking of movies, like what, like do you have any go-to movies, like Christmas movies that are like, man, we're putting this on and we're watching this?
1: Yes, so my whole family is obsessed with, because I'm obsessed with, the movie Elf. It's my favorite all-time movie. Okay, yeah. This year's the 20th anniversary, so they're releasing it in theaters again. So I'm going to take the kids to see it. I never see movies multiple times in the theater. Yeah. It's just not like some people do. It's never been my thing. It's like a good thing, yeah. But I saw Elf twice in the theater. I just thought it was so funny and lighthearted, and I just love it. And I don't know what F- Will Ferrell's up to, but it's a great movie. So that's a go-to. That's a staple. I mean, I think a Christmas story we always end up watching on Christmas Day because – it's on repeat on, like, oh yeah, something, one of those channels. Dude,
0: those, those movie residuals, little Will Ferrell, man, he must be cash and Good for him.
1: Um, what else is a staple? It's a Wonderful Life.
0: Oh, yeah, that, that movie, like, in the 50s, Ugh, the 60s. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: is such a feel-good movie. So yeah. I do force the kids typically to watch that with me one time during Christmas. Other than that, not really. I mean, yeah. like, that's probably it. Um, I'm not opposed to it. The kids like the Christmas Chronicles. I, you know, could take it or leave it, but every year, for sure, undoubtedly, those three were watching. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Sick. I do like. Oh, I just had on my feed come across Christmas movie schedule from November 1st mm-hmm. to December 25th. It gave wow. you a different Christmas movie. That's a lot of Christmas movies. Wow, that's like 60 to watch 60, yeah. for that. Yeah. And I, you know what I, what always struck me as odd is that people talk about, anytime you look up Christmas mm-hmm. movies, Die Hard is a Christmas movie, oh, and it's such an interest. I don't know that that's a, it, it happens yeah. at Christmas time. It is, yeah. But they consider it a Christmas movie, which I think is really Have you
0: seen what happened to Bruce Willis? Yeah, I
1: feel awful Isn't about what terrible? happened. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I think that's probably the worst thing to happen, like to have your body it's a form be, of dementia, right? yeah, to have your body be healthy, uh, but you lose your mind essentially, like that's the worst, like wow. my grandfather went through a lot of that, like he just had a very healthy body, so it wouldn't give up, and he was like, he struggled with Alzheimer's for a really long time, because his body was too healthy, but his mind wasn't, and so like that's rough, that's a tough way to go, so I feel very, Bad about Bruce Willis. Yeah, sad.
0: It's super sad. Hopefully, hopefully something There's so something here, but yeah, it's crazy.
1: So, what else? I'm going to talk about this AI thing. Oh
0: yeah, so let's talk about this week, okay? So, so here's some updates in the biz. We closed a really big deal with. Should, I, should we say names or no? Probably not. Probably not. Closed a big deal with a marketing company vendor where they get a lot of traffic in, and they're going to be sending us like six, six to 8,000-ish leads in the next couple of months for people who are applying online, and we're going to work those, and we have, like, a little partnership deal set up, right? And so we are going to start hiring for the for this position because we have such an influx of leads coming in that we need agents to work them. So if you were looking for a job, DM us, we're actively – It's a great problem to have, but it's
1: also terrifying. It's also
0: terrifying, right? Like, oh, my gosh, we want to, like, bring them value because we have to hit certain numbers – they're fronting us this money. They're just going to give us this in potential for a rev share partnership. So they're fronting it, but we have to convert on it. You but know? let's
1: talk about the difference in these employees versus what the people that have been in the building thus far. Yeah, yeah, Very different.
0: Very different. This is like an hourly plus commission type of vibe. Be here Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, but have like the sickest tech have like the best leads and like a really good chance to make like eight sixty eighty hundred hundred fifty k a 150k m- a year, you know. Um
1: so that is happening, that's big.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably so the
1: worst time to hire. But like here we <laughs> literally go. Literally the worst, but
0: yeah. this deal came through and like you just gotta you gotta roll, you know? You got you have to be adaptable. You have to be adaptable. And so so here's the biggest thing with, and these are the this is a pretty much ACA leads. So a lot of these people are looking for free plans the government's paying for, which is just a different market. I am
1: gonna stop you again. The government is not paying for these plans. Sorry, stop misrepresenting for, it.
0: Government's using tax pe- taxpayer money to pay for it. They're in control of that cash, Thank and you. they're giving. I tax just want to call a spade a spade. They're giving tax credits, which we'll talk about, up to sixteen hundred dollars a month per fam, which is pretty crazy. So. Potentially get $20,000 a year from the government that is a tax credit. That the taxpayer is paid for hashtag America.
1: Hashtag trillions of dollars of national debt. I wonder what our national debt number really oh, is. Oh, it's
0: the scariest thing ever. If you go look up, like, the U.S. It's, like, um, I don't remember the website, but just go look up the U.S. national debt. There's a site, and it has, like, in, like, calculators all of our different, like, debts we owe, and it's just, like, going up and up and up. It's terrifying. It's
1: terrifying.
0: So, anyways – I really position, these leads are coming in. And one of the biggest things that's come out is getting consent, getting consent form signed that you're pretty much their agent or record, right? That you're the agent of record and you're helping them out. CMS, the Center of Medicaid Services, has requested this from June that you have a consent form signed that you're agent. Because in the software where you sign people up, they call it AOR changes, AOR war. Agent of record changes, AOR, sniping. There's a lot of different terms for it. But it's other agents going in and just stealing business, right? Like they'll take someone's, without actually talking to the client, if you have their name, date of birth, and you can essentially take hold of that and you will get paid for it, which is kind of crazy. So it's kind of this loophole and it's created this whole kind shady, s- shady stuff, right? And so we have all these leads coming in. And we put them through our software, and we were converting free plans at 11%, right? Which isn't terrible, but the goal is there's this new AI tool where you can train an AI bot to call on behalf and get the consent form on. Hey, it, it sounds like this, and you can train him to say these words, and it sounds human. Hey, this is Dakota from the Benefits Boss. We got your application for a fr- free plan the taxpayers are paying for our government. And some carries even give a $500 gift card. So, hey, we got your application for a free plan with a $500 gift card. We need this signed. They get all that signed, and then they transfer that to an agent. So what all an agent's doing, just plug it in apps. They get all the information. It makes, like, a little note for them, and they just plug it in, and boom, boom, boom. So you can do, like, 30, 40 deals a day.
1: That's the goal. So here are the mixed feelings I have about this AI stuff. So you know that I'm I'm kind of afraid of it. Like, I think it sounds yeah. like a really scary notion. And I realize that currently we're using it to our benefit, which kind of makes us part of the problem. So I just, like, I'm so yeah. scared of AI, which maybe I'm silly. Maybe it's nothing. But it doesn't feel like it's nothing. And so I think it's so cool and also so terrifying because yeah. there's that's just... Space age. Oh,
0: in a couple years, like, Elon's trying to make the Neuralink. It's a chip that goes inside your brain, and you'll be able to, like, communicate with a computer from your brain. In a couple years, it's getting crazy, you know? So, it's like, you go on, you literally go to Whole Foods today, you hold up your palm, and you can buy food.
1: That is scary.
0: That exists today. Have you
1: been in those shops and Amazon? Like, have we talked about this? The airport?
0: Yeah, you just go in, and you, um, you go in, and you buy, um... You just
1: pick up what you're gonna pick up, and you walk out the door... And it knows everything that you have taken with you, and it charges your Amazon card or your Amazon account.
0: Yeah, it's so it's so freaky. Like it recognizes who you are, and then you just get it. So
1: well, it does. If you look up, there are about four hundred cameras on every single part of that space. So that's wow. how they're doing it, I think. Yeah, but still,
0: you don't even see the cameras. Like, are you? Are they're not like noticeable. Well, no,
1: but I. I noticed them because there were girls that were like when I was at the airport last and they were when we were coming home from Nashville. And they're like, that is freaky. Is this right? Like, I don't do I just walk out? How's it going to know? And then I was like, look up. There were the whole thing is just lined with cameras. That's somehow taking your data. Pretty crazy. Yep. Cool. But terrifying. So that is my mixed feelings about all that we're embarking upon because I feel like we might be part of the problem and pretty soon the robots are going to take over the planet.
0: Yeah. It's whoever could take it faster, but yeah, you got to be careful, you know? And so I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens, but we're going to use AI. So, okay. So this, this, this service that came out is built by this guy named Caleb Maddox. And in the guru, like, um, consulting space, he was like this 16, 18 year old kid that was like, he would jump on like videos and he would pitch like, Twenty to fifty K offers, and everybody made fun of him. I wouldn't say made fun of, but because he was like this little kid, he was like, "Hi guys, do you want this fifty thousand dollar offer?" You know, it's like very common in the consulting space, right? And so he makes this company Air Air AI is the is the company. But here's their here's their model, which is, and they just kind of launched. So I don't think it will work, but to use their service, it's eleven cents per minute, so six dollars an hour to use this AI bot to call. If you can train and it all works and stuff like that. Then they have a partnership model. Here's the partnership model. It's 20k, 25k to 250k. And if you pay them that, you can uh, you can distribute it. You can white label the product, okay? And you get 8% to like 10% of the revenue. But what people are doing is they 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 put a 50k or 100k setup fee on there. So they'll take it to companies and try to like sell it for 50 100k, which they're the 10%. pocketing
1: 100% of and then they're taking 10% 8% of, of the Yeah, and I was like, I don't know. And I was like, $6. what's the difference?
0: I was like, what do you get if you white label it? And he kept they kept saying, "Oh, you get these private servers." And but he couldn't tell me what was different. I'm like, "Okay, it doesn't make sense just to get a private server. Like if if there unless you totally change the brand name, if someone jumps on and they see you're using Air, then just pay the 11 cents. Like it doesn't make sense, you know." And they're like, "Well, you get a better bot." And I'm like, "Well, let's see on documentation. Like how much better is the bot?" But I think this offer would really frick, because we talk about making software that we can sell to agencies one day, and everybody sells a CRM, a dialer. But if you could sell like a hundred to a four hundred dollar month offer of like a bot that will call your leads or call people, and it's already trained up and it's already converting, I think that would like set you apart like crazy. And I would love to like not take their. T- I wonder if you could just like get on GitHub or like take their code. Not saying take it exactly, but, like, replicate it and, like, offer that, like, in software. Like, a lot of people are doing that. They're putting texting bots, you know, to set appointments for you. If you could have, like, a dialing bot, like, that could call and sound like a real person and, like, set appointments and, like, do exactly what I just said, I think that is a a million, $10 million opportunity. So, I don't know. I would love to I would love I to I love,
1: it. what I love is the sparkle in your eye when you are geeking out about some I tech. I get so hype. So excited.
0: I get so hyped. But I do think that will change the insurance game on the agency in the next couple of years. Whoever can give, and I, it's already happening with, like, AI bots, like, texting, setting appointments, like, Go High Level, some of the software we use. They've already integrated some of that. Um, but whoever can handle voice. Oh, dude, it's gonna be crazy. So, we'll see. We'll so see how I trade this spot. Stay tuned. But I think the offer that would chef's like, kiss that would like blow up the industry. So,
1: crazy. let's talk about this past like this past week. Yeah. Uh, has been nuts. Like in such a good way. I've had multiple people say to me because i I've been running behind. Yeah, all day every day just appointment,
0: appointment, Beca- appointment.
1: Yeah. Yes, but because our schedule d- is defaulted to a half an hour appointment, yeah, we didn't change it and I might have to go change it because what I'm finding is... What's happening? These... I can't believe how much more complicated a health Sherpa or, mm-hmm. like, government application is versus a whole presentation and applications on, like, private options. It's pretty crazy, mm-hmm. right? Like, we could be lots of dialogue and so many things accomplished in a half an hour on the private side and be done. But these health Sherpa ones take longer. Like,
0: yeah, it's a little bit more complicated. I'm assuming, tell me if I'm wrong. And this is what I've been finding. It's, it's more complicated to line up the prescriptions and the providers with the right plan because they're all different. Is that what's happening? Yes. And
1: just talking them through their income and what, needs to look like and if this makes sense and there's a lot of math to be done mm-hmm. on these ACA plans because I will when you're breaking it down for someone in terms of like what their options are If you take option a you really want to take all of their years premiums so their premium times 12 plus their out-of-pocket max yep. times however many are in the family like whatever their max out-of-pocket is for the family to tell them like if the worst thing happens this is how much you have to come out of pocket for on this planet it's this on this planet it's this so it's just it just takes more conversation i guess and the applications are longer and they have more hiccups along the way because if the slightest thing is off it will try to kick you over to healthcare.gov and i'm not trying to mess with that one cuz it's a way worse application yeah, it's a call in. but i'm just like i'm so short on time all week, like, I felt like I was always late, and I don't like to be late, so that was one thing, which is a great problem to have, but I had multiple people say to me, like, when I, because I'd come on, and I'd be like, I'm so sorry that I'm tardy, like, sometimes these take a little bit longer, my apologies, but I'm going to give you all the same attention, so, like, let's talk about it, and they're like, yeah, I don't know how you do this all day, like, this sounds terrible, and I'm like, I totally get that, but I love it so much, like, and you know, like, my, like, my, favorite part is like the really tricky ones or super complicated and you think through the solution for them and kind of explain things to them like no one ever has i love that but it does take longer and i've been running late all week long i yeah. do think people this year and this is our first full fledged on like the marketplace so that take it with a grain of salt maybe this has always been the case but i do feel like the beginning of open enrollment So many people are reaching out. Mm -hmm. We did a lot of, like, outreach to our clients, too. Like, this is happening. We need to schedule a time. So some of it could be that. Some of it could be them. I don't know. But I just feel like this first week has been extremely busy. It really isn't slowing down yet. And it's normally Americans... We love Americans, but they are procrastinators. So, yeah. like, there will be people that will miss the deadline no matter how much we remind them. And so I'm just surprised at how many people are so on the ball this year. Yeah. Have you felt that?
0: Yeah, it definitely picked up. I mean, we, we closed a couple of deals where we get increased calls from partners and, like, it went, like, 10, or I would say 2 to 5x. Like, it just got way more busier. And so, yeah, pe- people have been on it, and they're, they're – and also ads are everywhere. Like, healthcare.gov dot, dot were just runs. I think they
1: always were, though. Do you feel like there are more?
0: No, I'm just saying people think about it. And so, I'm like d- – No, but they I
1: mean, they, but they always did. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm trying to understand what the difference is. Because this is fun. I'm glad everybody's getting it done. Hats off for not procrastinating. Like, Truly but it just feels different and it it, it honestly again could just think be think it's our
0: marketing or just have more options like we're just like we we can like do anything. I that's what think? I'm saying. I don't I yeah. don't
1: know, but I would love to figure it out so we could replicate it because yeah. you want to like the whole point is to figure out what works and then do it again. Um I don't know, but I just I've definitely felt a significant uptick and I felt like it's more at the very front than waiting until December 15th. Yeah. Like December 14th that Six o'clock, being like, "Oh hell, yeah, I'm gonna." That'll the definitely light.
0: happen, but you know, yeah, I mean, people are on it, and people, you know, yeah. So get that's it done. been.
1: So here's here's another observation I've had because Obamacare, and I mean, it, you can call it whatever you want. I think it it carries the Obamacare name because that was the administration, and everybody knows. Ob- everybody feels like they know Obamacare. If you say ACA, they don't always know. And if you say Affordable Care Act, they don't always know. They seem to know the marketplace or Obamacare, right? So maybe we should just say the marketplace. Because what I found, what I've paid more attention to, because um, literally there will be days where I'm talking to l- this week, someone in Delaware, then someone in Georgia, then someone in Texas, then someone in Arizona. You know, it's like I am all over the country in from, my, from the comfort of my chair, like doing my work, right? And... Looking, l- talking to people about these plans because the subsidies, which you're going to talk about in a second, yeah. have increased. So, so there's more incentive for families who make more money. They can all take advantage of a subsidy, and get their health care for a lesser cost. So what I have found is in the South, they tend to be – more Republican, I think, as a rule. Yeah. And they hate Obamacare just because it's Obamacare. Like, they don't necessarily even know why they hate it so much, but they hate it.
0: <laughs> Daddy Trump.
1: So, I had, I had a client this week who, um, it was a girl that I've talked to before, and she's about to age off of her parents' plan. And then she wanted her mom to be on the call, too. And I'm like, sure, the more the merrier. I get it. So she comes, and she's like, and so I'm getting ready to go the private road with her. And she's like, there's been a change, a development since we talked. I'm pregnant. And I'm like, okay, we have to shift directions at that point because now our only option is the marketplace, right? So we start to have, because even, like, the carriers, the ministry sharings of the world – A lot of – any of those places, it's viewed as a pre-existing condition. Like, you have to have it before you need it because now you have a pre-existing condition and they're not going to cover it. So I'm talking through this, and you could tell her – her mother was just upset that, like, this is what we were talking about. And I said, you know, like – so tell me – you said Obamacare is, like, a terrible option. Like, tell me – because she was – she was really trying to, like, ask me questions, like, of how they could get around it. Like, we haven't had confirmation yet. What if we don't tell them we are? And I said, that it's not going to work. Like, I, it would be irresponsible for me to tell you to do that because they're going fi- to they're going know you were pregnant and they're going to count it as preexisting. And a lot of these companies, anyway, they say you have to be six months before you're pregnant, before they're going to cover it. So it's, it's just not going to work. And she's like, well, what are her other options? And I said, this is her only option. I said, but I think this is like a great option, like based on everything you're telling me. So tell me why you hate it so much. And she's like, well, I just know that most people don't take Obamacare. I said, but we've already looked and all of her doctors are in this planned network. So like that, that part's not factual in your instance. Like it's not, that's not our problem. So like, why do you hate it so much? And she really couldn't, and I'm trying to say it without being combative. I'm just like, I, I really need to understand. Like, tell me what I can explain that you're not that's not like what did I not explain well enough? Like, how can I head off the problem? But it really was just down to It's just the preconception. At the end of the day, that it was Obamacare.
0: Wow, yeah. That's so annoying. They hate
1: I mean, she was just like, I hate it. And you could tell, like, the daughter, we have worked together before, so she was very like, wow. we were we were good, but I was like, kind of battling, not trying to, but just like, she's like, well, what if I don't tell them? Well, what if we just call Blue Cross on our own? Well, what if we say, what if she skips her appointment on Thursday? Like there was just like a lot of like, what if, how can we get around this? And I'm like, you can't. And like, more importantly, if you did any of that, you would literally have to lie on your application. Because the first question on every health insurance application is, is anybody pregnant, right? Because it's a pre-existing condition. And, And she's like, well, I just don't understand. And I said, well, I mean, insurance companies are really kind of, whenever they can, moving away from covering maternity. Because it could be seven grand if everything goes swimmingly. But if it doesn't and there are issues and baby ends up in NICU, There's an emergency cesarean. Like, you are you could be talking hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I think we all, like, birth is so common, obviously. We don't think about how actually risky it is, right? So, like, but from the insurance side, there's almost nothing you can do that's more dangerous than childbirth. So, like, they try to avoid it if they can, and so they just keep stacking on more and more rules to get out of it. But she was, like, really... Intent upon how can we get around this, and get out of it, and she's like, I said, well, your options are Cobra, with your employer that she's aging off of, or Obamacare,
0: or you bomb your income, you stop working, and you get
1: Medicaid. Yeah, but that's you might as well take Obamacare. Yeah, if it's you're getting getting a government plan, same difference. Credit, yeah, exactly. So like, but there, I mean, there were times where I had to say like, I did have to go down the like. Okay, so just help me understand, so I can help try to explain it better. Why do why are you so unhappy with this as the answer? And she's like, gave me those reasons, and it and really what wasn't articulated but was Mm -hmm. was that she just didn't want her to be on Obamacare. And I said, well, Cobra's an option. Like if if your work plan has been working well, you guys could pay the seven, eight, nine hundred bucks that it will take to run through Cobra. She gets the offer for eighteen months. Like that would be the other option. No, that's way too expensive. I'm like, okay, well, then then, it, then we're, here we are again. We're, we're right back to where we started, right? But it was really interesting to me because I feel more of that. If you're paying attention, so I'm going to ask you to go back and pay attention this week. If you're paying attention, oh yeah. there's more of that in the South. Than the North, they are not as aggressive about it in the North. They're, like, more okay with it. But the prices in the North are sometimes really outrageous. I've also uncovered that – I don't know what the political problems are in the – state of Illinois, but I think everyone who lives there talks, like, the f- one of the first things they say is, ugh, God, I live in Illinois, and it's the worst, and, like, so they don't, like, they don't love whatever's going on there. Yeah. Um, but I thought that was super interesting how regionally there's just, like, such a different perception of it.
0: 100%. Yeah, a lot of people in the South are, like, even if they get a really high tax credit, which we'll talk about in a second... Like, it's like I would rather pay for a private plan than anybody pay for my insurance. Like, it's a thing. It's like a, it's their vibe, you know. It's just cool. It's just, it's. it's I
1: mean, to each his own, but I just think, what I think is is interesting is how, I mean, obviously, like, birds of a feather flock together. So, people of like mindset are often in the same place. Yeah. And you can just draw the line. Like, you know, like, you can tell how much of an aversion there is to that program in the south and it's very different than what you feel in the middle or in the north
0: so interesting so let's talk about this like the subsidy yeah because i think there are
1: a lot of misconceptions so break it down chief
0: so subsidy the official name is a premium tax credits premium tax credit and so what it means is the irs they're essentially loaning you that money so if you qualify It'll go based on your income and how many people on your tax household. Some important notes to make: if you are married, you have to file jointly. If you file separate, you don't qualify for one because you can kind of game the system if you file tax separate, so you don't even qualify. So you got to have joint, and whoever is the dependents, whoever you have as your dependents in the tax household, count for you. This is an interesting case. It but you
1: have to be claiming them on your taxes. You have to be claiming on So your if taxes. you're remarried. And your spouse—it's the year your spouse, your ex-spouse claims them. Yep. You can't claim them on your taxes, so you can't count them as heads in the household.
0: Exactly, hundred percent. Um, and so they go based on the household income, and pre-tax, pre-tax, and it can be twenty bucks, ten bucks a month. It can be up to sixteen hundred dollars a month they give towards your insurance. But the
1: income is based on your estimation of what your income will be for the next year. The next
0: physical year.
1: Which can be challenging.
0: Which can be challenging if your income varies. And so that let's say that ten, let's say it's a hundred dollar a month tax credit they give you, just to be easy. They take that hundred dollars times twelve for the yearly amount and that now becomes taxable income. So if you show thirty thousand, you're now gonna be at uh, 1200 250 whatever that is. Oh, uh, yeah, 200 Um, And so it's not like you pay back the whole 1200 back at the end of the year. They take a portion out of whatever tax bracket you fall into. So if you fall in 12%, 20%, whatever it is, they're going to take that portion out of your tax return at the end of the year. So it's not like you pay the full amount back. You pay a portion back on your taxes pretty much how it works
1: so a common misconception people will say to me all the time we don't even al- need to look at obamacare because i don't qualify so what are they really
0: what are they saying yeah you know, they don't qualify for a subsidy or premium tax credit anybody can get the marketplace it's just you have to pay full price and full price is like really pricey. can be a lot it can be yeah. a lot yeah
1: so that but i think that's a really common misconception i think yeah if you come if you're at all you know on the other side of the line for income and you're not gonna qualify, people will say they they tend to think that Obamacare is free health care for they think of it as like a Medicaid, right? So yeah. they don't they don't understand and they'll say, I don't I don't qualify for that. And I'm like, No, you do qualify everybody qualifies. So the, like the, the premise of this program was to give every person access to affordable health care. Like that was the whole thing, right? So everybody qualifies. They may not qualify for a subsidy, but that's a super common misconception.
0: Yeah. The other thing, too, is if your income changes, it's really important to report that income change. You can mostly do it in your portal, and you can just say, hey, I make this, or let your agent know and they can do it for you. Um, Because if you don't, what happens? If you make a lot more...
1: You're going to actually get a tax bill at the end of the year. Yeah. So, but, yes, you. so you need to try to report the most accurate number that you can. But, like, there are quirky things that I've seen come that really kind of hose the customer. So, like, I had a person um, who said that last year their employer decided to, like, go out of business or sell the business, and because this her husband had worked for them for years and years and years, he gave him, like, a pretty big bonus on his way out, which they weren't counting on, and it counted as income, and it came in December. Mm -hmm. So it completely wrecked their entire tax credit. But they couldn't have accounted for that, right? Like there was no time to fix it. Um, The other thing is when you get a – like it will say you qualify for X amount of dollars, you don't have to take your whole subsidy. You could choose to – if you say I only want to pay $700 toward my premium for my family – you could only take the portion of the subsidy that would get you to seven hundred dollars. Like that is a choice you can make, and then you have less of a risk of running over and having some sort of bill yep. that you owe. Hundred percent. So lots of ways to do it, but it, it does get a, it gets really tricky for self employed people because you you know to estimate like realtors right now are having a really challenging time because the market was on fire, mm-hmm. and then it wasn't. Right, and now yeah. it's not, and so they're trying to estimate from year to year what they will make. At any self-employed person, it's challenging to, you know, figure out what that number will be for the upcoming year. So, one
0: hundred percent. So yeah, so get with an agent, get with someone who can actually help you out, shop all the options, and make sure you're in the best deal. You and know. the
1: subsidies have increased this year.
0: They've increased.
1: So, more people, uh, this is a common misconception. They'll say, I make way too much money. And I'm like, well, how much is too much? Like, just give me an idea. They're like $100,000. And I'm like, you still might qualify for a subsidy, like a sizable one. So, like, I've had families that make 100, 200K. And it, again, it depends on a lot of factors your area, household size, like all of these things. Um, but there are people that make a lot more money now and are qualifying for tax credits.
0: 100%.
1: So it just doesn't hurt to look. Like I guess at the end of the day, why would you not just shop it? Like we get this period, 45 days-ish, to go look. It just makes sense to look. I've talked to plenty of people this week because of our communication going out saying like there are going to be changes. This is the time to look. Let's get together. And some of them the answer was, no, I think you're so good where you are. Like stay there. And if you have an agent that's worth their salt – They'll tell you that. Like, they want you to be in the best place. That should be their North Star. So, like, you know, just to have the conversation. It doesn't hurt to have it. It doesn't mean you're going to switch. But it's just good to understand if anything changed. For sure. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Guys, thanks for watching another episode of Bill It Easy. It's been Dakota. I'm Lori. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.